and welcome to the Money Magic Podcast with Vangile Makwakwa. This is the podcast where we talk about trauma and how it affects our finances and our lives. I help women of color unlock ancestral wisdom so they can fall in love with their bank accounts, increase income, and live their best lives. This podcast was birthed when I started having conversations with private clients and students in my online courses about the remarkable shifts they'd had in their finances and started receiving feedback and updates from people on how these conversations were helping them understand their family dynamics and financial behavior. I've seen how unlocking ancestral wisdom has helped me pay off $60,000 in debt, buy property, launch and grow my company Wealthy Money into a six-figure business in US dollars as I travel and live in various countries on the globe. I've lived in over eight countries and traveled to many more as I built this company. My intention with this podcast is to provide you with weekly episodes that help you understand the importance of healing and help you understand your relationship with money better so you can start making different financial decisions and creating a life you love for yourself and future generations. So without further ado, let's get started and dive into this week's episode. My name magicians, welcome. If you're watching the replay, I just logged on. I'm trying to like tie my hair in a way that is, ah, oh, never mind. <laughs> it is what it is. What's happening on my head <laughs> at the moment? I could like just take this off, right? And then let me try this thing again. <laughs> Welcome, welcome, guys. If you've just joined, say hi. If you're watching the replay, type in replay. Um, I am just, as usual, getting myself situated on camera. <laughs> I don't know why I just, for the life of me, cannot do these things before the live class. Like, I'm always like, it's okay. Everything looks fine. Let's just do this. And then I get on and I'm like, but what is this anyway <laughs> hi <Nampumelela. laughs> okay so guys hello hello um yeah if you've just joined my name is Vangile Makwakwa and I'm the founder of Wealthy Money I teach people how to heal ancestral money trauma so that they can live their best lives uh if you haven't checked it out yet, you can go on uh, here. I've got a bunch of videos where I'm interviewing the Money Magic students. And today's video is actually inspired by Tony, one of the Money Magic students that I interviewed. Sorry, that is actually not an ice cream truck. If you can hear that sound, that is the bread man in Sri Lanka. Our bread man comes every morning and every evening and delivers fresh bread. So you stand outside your house and he delivers fresh bread and some people sell fruit and veggies. And then you just stand outside your house and you just buy everything fresh morning and evening. <laughs> right. So 
I apologize. It's evening time, so people are coming through with freshly baked bread, um, whatever. Maybe people want to get veggies to make supper. So um, all these things are cut, like all the um, little tuk-tuks, and they are tuk-tuks, the three-wheelers, uh, come through and they've been converted into little stalls that where you can stand outside and you can buy all the things that you need for your dinner time which is which is actually when I tell people this like because now it's such a part of my everyday life let me let him pass so that's the bread man so um because it's such a part of my everyday life I even forget about it but people keep telling me it's like so old school you know that this used to be the way things were done way way back in the day okay so guys if you've just joined the bread man is gone. I wanted to give him time to do his thing because the noise. Today, I want to talk about creating consistent income as an entrepreneur and as a um, freelancer or artist, right? So this is kind of like, like a big deal, right? So um, I've been working in Wealthy Money from 2017. I became like Wealthy Money's full-time employee. I don't even know if I should, if I can say that, but like, that's what I do, like full-time, right? And one of the things that I had to go through was to figure out how the heck do you create a consistent income where you own, where you know every month as an entrepreneur or a freelancer or an artist what is coming in? <clears throat> and this is what I teach in the Money Magic course, right? We're right now involved in the income challenge and everything. But it's a, it's kind of like an important thing, right? Because if we don't have some kind of consistent number that we can know, okay, this is the number that's going to be, that is definitely needed to come in to, in order to, um, pay off my rent, to pay my bond or my mortgage or to pay off the car, to pay car insurance, to invest, to save, to pay um, people that are working for me. So employees or other freelancers that are working with me. Everyone that works with me, they have like a consistent thing so like they know consistent so I know every month like how much do I need to pay them right so I can budget accordingly I don't do this whole like hourly thing with people I'm like I just take a full package and I'm like here this is how much I think the work is gonna be so bill me for the package you know just bill me accordingly and put it on your budget as something that I'm going to be paying every single month because I just want to know as well like if I need services monthly I I don't want to be thinking oh my god like oh I should lower that person's hours this month I should up the hours this month no right like I just want a consist because I'm like I need the service right so let's just come together and have that and then 
just pay for that like you would with someone who's full-time employed, right? So I do that with everyone in the company. So I think it's also great for them because they know that consistently at the beginning of every month, this is what they're going to get paid. They already know that and they've worked with me for a while. So it's, it's sort of like systematic. We all know and it's in my budget. So the first thing that I will say is before you even create um, the consistent monthly income, you need to know how much do you need to get paid. If you're an entrepreneur or freelance or an artist, how much do you need every month to exist, to live, you know? You need to have your own salary. So what we often do, because we are so scared that we won't even make that money, is that we just kind of like have the business amount and that's that. So in the video that I did with Tony, if you haven't watched it, it is so well worth watching because she really explains her process and the emotional aspect of things and all that. And she's an artist and a healer, right? So she um, she shared how she needed to uh, start separating her business expenses and her comp and her personal expenses, right? So she needed to know what are the business expenses have a separate business account for the business and a separate business account for your personal stuff, for your personal salary or income, right? Because these are totally different things, right? So you are not, because if you don't know how much you need to make just for yourself, you know, and you're not honest about that, then it's going to be problematic. You'll always be eating into the business income, right? So when people ask me for money and it's got nothing to do with the business, that has to come out of my own personal account, right? Wealthy money has got nothing to do with friends and family and people asking to borrow money. Like that is not wealthy money's job, you know, wealthy money's job is something else. When I want to gift my family uh, something on their birthday, the business is not responsible for that. I'm responsible for that. Those are my personal relationships. They have nothing to do with the company. But if I want to gift um, someone, a client, something, and then I take it out from the business, that makes sense because this is a business-related thing, right? So we need to start um, separating our businesses from our expenses. And as Tony said in, that vi in her video, the way she was sharing was like, she had to start um, separate, seeing herself as a business. So the first thing that I had to do was to start taking myself seriously, right? Start seeing myself as a business, you know, and be like, what is it that the business needs? So then I started having separate expenses for the business, separate expenses for myself. And once I knew, and this is what I teach all the students, right? It's like, you need to know what are your expenses as well, right? So what is going on in your personal life? right? So that you can get to a point of figuring out what your salary should be. The beauty, guys, of running a business is that unlike a company where I am, uh, or a corporate company where I am employed, I can set my own salary, right? 
And I can do it according to my own logic and my own way of thinking. So where before your salary, where we've been taught that you need to fit your life into a salary, when you run a business, you can literally like let your salary fit into your life. So you can list all the things that you want, right? So you can literally list all the line items, everything that you need to pay, your investments, your savings, just go to town on that, right? And most people will be like, oh, but that will be so much. Actually, it's not. You know, I mean, you're still not going to go like crazy. You're just going to be honest with yourself. It's like, what is it that my lifestyle needs? You know, what is it that my lifestyle wants? And then uh, that then becomes your salary, right? It's like, and sometimes for me, I'm like, oh, but I want on top of what my lifestyle needs and wants and the investments and the savings, I would like, and even on the fun account, I would like an extra 20% on that, please, because you never know what will happen and that will just be that. And then that becomes my salary, right? So every month I know that's what I'm taking out from the business, right? And then I put it under the business expenses. Then I look at going on within the business. Who is it that I need to hire in the business? Um, who are the people that are hired in the business? What are the um, uh, various tech systems that I use within this business? How much coaching do I need, right? So even my coaching goes under business expenses because If I wasn't running a business, I would just have like an ordinary life coach. I wouldn't have like two different business coaches who are skilled in two different things. I wouldn't have all that. What are the courses that I need to sign up for? For me, it's usually a lot of the courses are like yoga. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I'm in a lot of yoga courses. Like I actually calculated three days ago, I was like, oh my God, I'm like enrolled into three different yoga courses because I wanted to sign up for another yoga course. I'm like, oh my God. And these are courses that I'm paying for, right? And then I've got one yoga course that I signed up for that is free. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to get through these courses, you know? So I'm doing them at my own pace. But yoga is part of the business because I teach yoga at the retreats. So I'm constantly upskilling, constantly learning. So I'm looking at What are the books that I need to buy for the business? What books do I need to be reading this month that could help in terms of the business? What courses am I enrolled in that will help with the business? And apart from the yoga courses, I'm enrolled in quite a few emotional trauma work courses as well, right? With some of my coaches, because for me, like I keep saying to the Money Magic students, it's not the practical stuff that trips us up. A lot of the times it's the emotional stuff. So I also feel like the more I not, I feel, I know that the more inner work I do on me, the more aha moments I have and the more I bring that to my clients and to my courses themselves, right? So I have a budget for that, right? So I am constantly like 
I know what I need to, what is my passion and what I want to upskill in and what I want to focus on. And so that I'm going to invest in that, right? So I have that on my budget and my expenses. And luckily it falls under the business. And luckily the business and I have the same interests, right? So it just works out that way, right? So and sometimes I have to get a course where I feel like, okay, whoever's working with me, like I've had to get Instagram courses, right? And other courses where sometimes I'm like, oh, I think Sophia or Honey who works with us on the branding aspect, they may like this, right? I feel like this may be a valuable course for them. I am not at all interested in this course. Like it's so not my strength. I, w I know that I will never finish it. I'll get confused. But I want everyone on my team who is passionate about this and actually knows what the heck is going on when they listen and follow this course to do the course, right? So I also do that, right? And sometimes I ask them, like I'll ask Sophia, I'll be like, do you think that you would need this course? Like it looks so interesting. This is so amazing. Do you want this? And then she'll be like, no, I would rather prefer this course instead because from there I can learn about social media and marketing and all that, right? So it's a constant, there's a lot that is going on behind the scenes of learning, learning from others that have gone through the path, getting coaching, getting mentoring. So part of how, and I'm mentioning this because part of growing the business, right, is understanding the things that I don't know, understanding the things that I am weak in, hiring people that are doing those things better, and then also helping them upskill in those things. But not only just helping them upskill in those things, but also understanding what am I great at and how can I get better at what I'm great at, right? Because that means that I bring more value to clients and, um, and also students. So key thing, right? It's not just about, it's that we are also constantly evolving and growing within our craft. It's a huge part of the process. And for me, uh, luckily, because my thing is around money, I have the money coaches, I invest in the business coaches, then I do in other, other things as well. So that's the first thing is understanding what are your expenses and maybe even figuring out why are those expenses, you know? So like how I can tell you why I have these expense line items. It's pretty because of ABCD, right? And it adds value to the business in this way. So Coqueto, you say my biggest lesson ever, I'm glad. So now you've got your expenses, um, your salary, and now you've put that salary into your business expenses, and then you've got all the business expenses. Tally all that up, right? Now, how much do you need? How much do those expenses come to? Add an extra 10 or 20% on there because definitely a lot is going to happen in the process. Now figure out how much do you then need to make in your business every month, right? So what is the, this is what I call, and I've done a video on this before last year, right? It's like your bare minimum, right? It's like, how much do you need to start making in your business at this time, 
right? So now that you've got your salary, you've got your business expenses, that becomes your business income. Now just sit with that for a while, right? So for most people, there's this freak out. But now you know that you need to run a business that makes at least this much money every single month, you know, no matter what is happening, right? So now we come back into, so, um, and I think this is such a cool exercise, right? It goes against this whole, what I've often seen with people in, is that like they do the hope and a prayer and then your business income is based on, uh, oh, the emergency that arises. Oh my gosh, I need to pay rent this month, whatever. No, because you can't plan accordingly with that, right? Like I literally cannot plan accordingly for anything if I don't know what is coming into the business every single month. Hi, Noglunga. So you need to get very clear on what needs to come into the business every single month, right? So now you have that, right? And now we go back to the business and we figure out what is what are the what are what is it that I need to do? What is it that I am already doing, or what is it that I need to do in my business in order to make this money? Right? So it's great if you already have a business, right? Because if I'm a coach and I already have online courses, then I know, like, that's my thing, you know? I don't need to go from, unless I hate what I do, right? By all means, then chuck it all the way out, you know? So with coaching and the Money Magic students have seen me work through this. Sometimes I'm like, oh my God, I love one-on-one coaching. I'm taking tons of one-on-one coaching clients. Great. Then I come back like a few months later, I'm like, no longer taking any more one-on-one coaching clients. I'm done with that. I need to refigure, I need to figure out how I work with one-on-one coaching clients. This is not working for me. I know I like one-on-one coaching, but I need a whole different model on that. And I need to sit with what would feel right for me if I bring out a new coaching model. What was, what will that coaching model look like? right? I'm not a believer in looking at what others are doing in the coaching world, right? I work a lot with my guides, right, in my coaching sessions. So like my work in coaching, it's like I'm calling down angelic light. I have clients who are like working with the sun energy and we're doing all sorts of things and calling ancestors. That's like celestial bodies, guides, and like archangels at times and ancestors that are holding space, right? So I also need to tap into those energies and figure out, okay, how, what would feel right for you guys to help me hold space, you know, to work with me and hold space with me. So my model, so I'm a big believer in creating models that work for you and with your energy and with your way of working. Nobody ever said that we need to have the same coaching models, right? You don't have to, like your way of working is your way, your way of running your courses is your way, your way of selling dresses, your way of sewing, your way of designing um, clothes or designing toys or whatever it is that you do. That is your way and your process. There is no right or wrong right so then 
figure out what is it that you want to do in order to make this income. And again, like I said, it can change. This is not static. So now I'm gaga about one-on-one -on -one coaching, right? Who knows? I'm already thinking for next year, I want to change how I, I may change how I do coaching come next June. Like I'm thinking, oh, I have another way that I think I would like to work with people, etc. Right? So Koketso, you say amen to that. Yeah, so it's just um, your way is your way, right? So, um, Shemaine, you say thank you for sharing that. No, it's a pleasure. So, I mean, and now like I'm fully booked for one-on-one -on -one coaching, right? And I'm loving it. And I want to take uh, more clients for this particular model because I'm so in love with it. It feels right. But there's another part of me that's like, oh my God, I want to do some, I want to try something else next year, right? Not because this feels wrong, but because I'm always exploring and I'm interested. So yeah, so you say we are all unique and the world needs all that uniqueness. Exactly. So that's, so you decide what you want to do. And what I usually say to people is try to keep it down to like two or three streams of income in how you're going to make the money when you're starting off in your business, right? Right now, wealthy money has multiple streams, right? There's the retreats, which had to shut down <laughs> as a stream this year. And then there's a, well, not shut down, but I'm busy reimagining it and reworking it. And I'm moving the retreats to 2021. So people will get messages from me for that. And then, uh, so there's the retreats and then there's the uh, there's one-on-one -on -one coaching there's online courses and various online courses at that and then um, now we're looking at adding another stream of income around property magicians right and then I'm also going to be collaborating with honey on something else right so it's different streams right but you need, uh, but this happened over years, you know? So I had to master one or two streams to begin with, which was the courses and the one-on-one -on -one coaching. And then the other streams started to come later. So what often happens with most of us is that we want to create all 10 streams at once, right? And I say this to the Money Magic students, that is almost a recipe for failure. If I am just starting out in business or I have not mastered one or two streams, what's going to happen is that all the resources that I need to set up the first or second stream are now, those resources are now going to be going all over the place instead of being concentrated on one thing. And we've even done, like I even do this in terms of the marketing with Sophia and I, like uh, Sophia is my social media manager and my marketing person, right? So what you guys see most times are like, oh my God, it's so cool. The graphics, all these things that get posted, that is all Sophia, <laughs> right? Like left to my own devices, nothing would ever get, would ever get done, right? So like literally, I'm not even joking. Everyone that works with me has to be almost like a mind reader because <laughs> I am literally that person that's just like, 
yeah, no, just do whatever you think, you know, and literally that's what happened. So everybody like self manages and is a mind reader. But also because I understand myself so well, I'm always so aware of who I bring onto my team, right? Because I know the kind of personality that they need to have. I know the kind of work ethic that they need to have because I understand myself, right? So that's been a thing. So anyway, you figure once you have that, so I was saying with Sophia, we even had to, we even work on let us master one um, stream of marketing that we really, really like for the year. And like, let's see, let's experiment with that. Let's play around with that. And then the next year we, we go on to the next stream. So we started off with Facebook, then now we're at Instagram and now we've added on LinkedIn, right? So we're like playing around with, okay, what is it that works on Instagram? And we feel like, oh, we've, we've got this Instagram thing going. We're starting to understand it. And then once we get that, we move on to the next one. We, we thought that we were going to do Twitter and we, we quickly backtracked to LinkedIn. We were like, LinkedIn is easier since we're still mastering Instagram we've been working on Instagram for a while now let's add that why because there's only so many um uh there's only so much that we both can figure out well I do nothing right that's mainly Sophia but I act as a sounding board right there's only so much sounding boarding that I can do across all these platforms so we look we figure it out we figure out what works what doesn't work we look at the numbers we go okay this worked this is what it led to okay we like this this we don't like all that so you're going to need to do that with every stream right so give yourself that time but every uh, but most of the time and also we only have 24 hours in a day right i don't know about you guys but i still want to do my two and a half hours of yoga every day i still want to meditate i still want to journal i still want to talk on the phone with people i still want to have um voice notes with friends on whatsapp i don't want to be super like oh my gosh so I want, and I also want my energy to be calm because once we feel, once we start diffusing energy, it's like, it's hard to focus and hold the intention for that stream, right? So once you know where your income is coming from, you decide how much money, how much of a percentage or um, rand or dollar figure each stream of income. So I'm going to say if you're working with two streams, I really recommend starting with two streams, right? How much of the rand or dollar figure is um, this stream going to contribute to the overall income that you are looking for and that you want? right? And again, guys, if there's a new stream of income that comes up that you didn't work for, and it's easy to implement, by all means, put it in. It's like a third stream of income. This is not a hard and fast rule, right? This is a rule where you, again, this is your own intuition. I'm only sharing uh, what has worked for me and what I've seen work for students and clients, right? So then now you know, you say, okay, X amount is going to come from, let's assume that you, um, oh, what's, let's say, let's assume you're a baker and you bake cakes. Then you go, okay, um, 
I and let's assume you don't have a bakery, right? And your thing is you bake cakes, but you also make cupcakes, right? But you know that each cake that you bake, and I've since learned that cakes can go from one of the Money Magic students who bakes that cakes can go for like a thousand rand or more for a cake. I've been like, oh Lord, like I told her, I was like, wow, this is so intense. Like we should all be bakers, <laughs> right? Like, so if you know that birthday cakes, anniversary cakes, whatever, just cakes that I, I can sell a cake for a thousand rand and that on average, my cake costs a thousand, my cakes cost a thousand rand a cake or a hundred dollars a cake. Then, and then you're like, okay, when do people order cakes most? Okay, most times parties will happen, well, before COVID, parties would happen on weekends on a Saturday, right? So yeah, maybe I'll get like five or six cake orders for Saturdays, right? So that means that from cakes, I can maybe be baking six or seven cakes in a weekend. So that means that in one weekend, I can maybe say, I've got the capacity because this is also about capacity, right? And I'll talk a little about that, although I go more in depth on that in the Money Magic course, right? But capacity, especially in the income challenge. So capacity is a huge thing, especially if you are a solo entrepreneur, right? And you don't have a team or you things are not automated and your hand needs to, needs to be there, right? So you can say, okay, if I bake uh, on average, if I have seven cakes, then, um, that I've baked for the, for this weekend, for per weekend, that is 7,000 rand. And there are four, <laughs> there are four cakes. Sorry, I'm laughing. The little kids, um, from the village like to come through and watch me when I do live videos because I'm speaking in English, obviously, and everybody around me in the village speaks Singala, right? So like they, they hear the words and they want to know like what the hell is going on. So they stand they peering through the gate and sometimes like they stand over there and like I have like in the same time that I'm doing a live video out on the porch like I have like a full-on audience <laughs> so today they much braver they like literally just like against the gate and like what is going on <laughs> but yeah so funny um yeah so um so you know that if I have seven cakes every single weekend, in four weekends, I'll have 28,000 Rand or $2,800 from cakes, if I can get that consistently. Then the real question becomes not so much as to, oh my God, 28,000 Rand is a lot of money, etc., or whatever, if you are there or whatever's going on in your body or in your thinking, you sit with that as well, right? The emotional stuff is really the key stuff that we work on because that's the stuff that really trips us up from getting to our income goal. I promise you, you can do the uh, work through this, right? And you may start to notice that, oh my God, it's the emotional stuff and all the other things that are tripping me up. It's not so much doing these calculations, right? Although these are necessary. But um, so then you try to figure, then you get back and you work through your business and you say, okay, can I 
logically speaking, get 28 clients a month? Can I make sure that every week I have seven clients who order cakes from me? Is that possible? Have I been able to do it in the past? If I've done it in the past, what did I do in the past that I got these clients? So what are some action plans that I got? That's when you get into the fancy ideas of marketing. But now you're marketing and doing things with an intention. And this is where the power of intention lies, right? Now I am being intentional in what I am doing. I'm not worried about having like, a hundred thousand followers or having like 20,000 followers. What I am interested in is even if I talk to seven people, my intention is that I talk to the right seven people, that those are the seven people that I need to sign up, uh, to sign up for my services as a chef or a pastry chef so that they can uh, order the seven cakes. Right. So you're not worried so much about the numbers. So uh, Noglunga, you say I get tripped up in the marketing, I must say. Right. So it's uh, it's really about like figuring out who is your client. Right. Like where are they based? I'm assuming that if you're a pastry chef, people would need to come to pick up their cakes. So you want so already you are, your target audience is going to be people in surrounding towns, right? And then you may want to say, I specialize in birthday cakes. Who are the people that usually buy birthday cakes? It's usually mummies and aunts, right? And maybe grandmothers. Then you talk to those people, right? And then you figure out where are those people, you know? Maybe they at school PTA meetings. I don't know. I'm just taking a guess, right, guys? Like, I, this is not my business. <laughs> I mean, like, maybe they at school PTA meetings. Maybe they at Facebook. Maybe they on Facebook in mummy groups in my surrounding town. So maybe that's where I need to be advertising. And what am I looking for? I'm looking for seven clients every week right? Um, and here's where it gets really awesome, right? Especially around something like birthday cakes and repeat buys is that birthday comes, a, a birthday comes around once every year, right? And moms don't just have one child. Sometimes you don't just have one child that is birthdaying, right? Um, you have like, Maybe a mother has like two or three children. And not only that, one mom is also a sister, right? They also have cousins. They also have all these things. So that one client may link you to 10 other clients, right? So that's where you want to do the most incredible job, right? And then you want there and then you follow up with that client and then you have a system in place where you go, I can follow up with them and every year and you can even start keeping a book. Like you can ask them, oh, do you have other kids? When do they birthday? And then make a note of that. So when the time nears, you contact them again and you say, how was the cake? Do you need a cake for the little one for the next birthday or uh, your nieces, your nephews, whatever. So literally, it doesn't even have to take that long to get the 28 cakes, right? Are you guys like understanding, right? It's like, uh, so Basitana, you say, wow, interesting, finding your ideal client. Yeah, so it's, it's really not 
as intense. So yes, you need 28 cakes, but 28 cakes doesn't mean you need 28 human bodies and clients. One client can literally connect you to 10 other people. And then those 10 other people also have kids, even if they connect you to three other people, you know, those three other people also have kids. They also have cousins. They also have nieces and nephews that they may want to order a cake for, right? Then now you're starting a client base, right? So now you know that, okay, so once you've got the dates and you know, okay, for this month, these are the people, my former clients that I've used and they consistent and they pay well. And then you can even ask them to refer a client to you. You can say, oh, if you have a friend that likes this, please let them know that I do this. Or do you mind uh, putting these flyers out at the birthday so that other moms can know where you got the cake? So there's, uh, there are so many ways to reach the sales time. Target, right? So now you get very innovative and you keep the number in mind, right? That I'm looking for 28 clients and maybe, and now those other clients, if we said cupcakes, right? So now there's another stream of income. So cupcakes can literally, so now birthdays, they only order when there's a birthday, right? With the birthday cake. But you know that your cupcakes can be ordered every week if they like them, if there's something interesting, if they have a work thing, if they have another celebration. So now you can also upsell them to something else and sell something else to them, right? So basically with once you know how much you need to make it's the how much that trips most of us up right and we not we don't even feel comfortable writing down the income figure right and a lot of that and that's emotional work that is the work that we do deeply in the money magic course because that is really the thing that trips us up because if we don't feel comfortable doing the work going through our bank account to really understand our expenses, to understand how much debt we have, how much all that, uh, how much we really need for our own personal expenses, then this exercise doesn't work quite as well, right? Because then we underpay ourselves in terms of our salaries, right? And so then we start dipping into the business income and then it feels, and then we get frustrated because the business is not making enough money where else we never ever set the right target for the business. It had nothing to do with the business making enough money, right? We never had a concrete income uh, target for the business. And so because we're just working without an intention and without a target in mind for the business, we're just going all over the place. And the beauty of this is, again, like your streams of income can again change. So maybe you can go back and say, huh, I like birthday cakes, but I'm kind of feeling like I want to know more about wedding cakes, you know, and wedding cakes, I just need to Char I can charge 10,000 rand or $1,000 or more for a wedding cake, right? So a wedding cake is probably, so with wedding cakes, I only need really four clients to get to 40,000 rand. I can get four clients. People get married, right? So I can do that. So I can do, do four clients in a month 
to make this. So I'm going to switch industries, right? I'm going to, I'm not industries. You're still in the same industries, but uh, same industry, but now I'm going to change um, target audiences and change the products that I offer, right? Still very intentional. And you are understanding what it is that you want to, what your income goal is, right? So that is how you start to create a uh, consistent income on a monthly basis, right? And this is the easy part, right? The part that really trips us up, I'm still going to say it, is the emotional part, right? If we are working without an intention, without understanding what our income goal is, then obviously you can make whatever. The universe can give you whatever, and then you just have to work from there. But when you are more intentional, I promise you it is so much easier to create a consistent stream of income. If you are intentional and you're doing the inner work and understanding that there are some blocks that stop us from, say, showing up and being visible in our marketing, right? So a big thing, so what we're working on right now in the income challenge in the Money Magic course is visibility and the fear of being seen and the fear of being liked as we're going after creating these income streams. And a lot of that is from deep childhood traumas or um, teenage traumas or even from past lives. And then we need to clear that so that you can easily strategy and just do the strategy, right? Because the strategy is like, oh, that is easy. Like what I just described, right? Like this sounds easy enough if you're a pastry chef, right? So then the real question is, why is it so difficult to implement and do? And the answer is because of our traumas. There's a part of us that holds us back and doesn't feel safe doing the marketing or there's a part of us that doesn't feel safe enough really um, saying, naming our prices, right? So for some of us, we agree that this is the price. You go out, you meet with the client, you discount the price. You know, you discount the price by like half. And actually, I just realized I do. The reason why I actually do know so much about pastry chefs and uh, like the marketing element is that I had a Brazilian client, a one-on-one -on -one client from Brazil, whose job was being a pastry chef and she was running a bakery business. So I have done this before. It's not just like coming out of thin air. Like I've worked with the client on this. So I just like literally just shared her business model. <laughs> I And she actually made birthday cakes. I'm not as innovative as I thought, but yeah, this was literally what we worked on around the coaching. And yeah, it was a lot of working around like, how do you then build up this client database so that you can go back to repeat clients next year when the child has a birthday again in April, you text them on WhatsApp or you message them on Facebook and you say, here, you know, and for that, you can even hire a virtual assistant for like three hours in a month. If you have a proper database to compile the entire database to say, here are my clients that have birthdays in June. Here are my clients that have birthdays in July. So every year, June, July, August or whatever, we send out messages in March to remind them to make the orders for April. 
right? And then like now you've already started to fill up your orders. So there needs to be the other thing that I want to say when it comes to building um, a business and building streams of income is that most of us are so focused on just like, oh my God, I'll just set uh, my, I'll just do an affirmation or mindset or visualize, but there is no practicality, guys. You are running a business, like business needs operations it needs processes you know like how i've just talked about like that there is a process in place you know which of your clients have birthdays when and then you follow up with them so you do that right so the big thing though when it comes to marketing is our vows of invisibilities our fears of being liked all that you know so we need to work on that and that a lot of that is the emotional and trauma stuff we're never going to be able to cover all that in this class. I mean, the income challenge is taking us 16 weeks to complete. We are only now, it's a set, it's a 16 week, it's a 16 day challenge, but each day, each lesson for each day takes about a week to do right yeah it is that intense so it takes about a week to do in the money magic course right so that's where the emotional stuff really starts to come into play and it comes up but this practical stuff this practical stuff please go away and do it and implement it and i'd love to hear what comes up for you how does it feel emotionally once you understand your income goal and then how does it feel for you when you develop your strategy the strategy that you want right and i'm not gonna i'm not able to talk more deeply about strategy here oh i did promise to talk a little bit about capacity right strategy so once you've decided on your strategy on how you are going to grow this income and um, either get the amount of clients that you want to sell the number of products that you want to sell you need to understand that the strategy that you choose needs to match your capacity so I already know that I'm the kind of person that I love to work like two or three hours a day in my business if something is going to take a lot longer for me to do than that, then I need to be really dedicated to the capacity of that. I just told you guys my schedule, right? Like I've got two and a half hours of yoga. I've already like done two hours of yoga today, you know? So then I'm about to do journaling. Here's my journal right next to me, right? Like I've been journaling. I'm asking questions of myself, the business. Then I'm about to also do breath work and money magic work, right? And then some days I have my coaches. I'm meeting with my coaches. A lot of my work is dedicated to my own inner work. Then I show up to teach live videos either here or in the money magic course, or I have a coaching client or something, right? So how much capacity do you have to do the things that you say you're going to do? So if you say that I can, uh, to make my income go, I need to bake seven cakes every week. Do you have the capacity to do that? Do you have the ovens to do that? Do you have um, the time to go shopping for the ingredients to do that? Can you bake 
that many cakes? Do you, um, do you just have time to do the decorations, all that? If you've got maybe like uh, three little ones, little kids, and you know that they require all your attention, maybe this is not the best strategy for you, right? Maybe for you to reach your income goal, you need to be thinking low, um, you need to be thinking less work, higher price point, right? So maybe you need to be thinking wedding cakes, 10,000 Rand uh, for a wedding cake versus 1,000 Rand for a birthday cake, you know? And then a lot of what will happen for most of us when we think along those lines is then we think, oh my God, people literally like, who's gonna pay me that much? Oh my God, I can't afford, like people can't afford that. That is your own internal drama, right? That is a big thing. So you then need to do the inner work and a lot of your own emotional work, work through your own money trauma where you were taught that there isn't enough. And we all have that, right? That people won't pay us that much, right? In the student group today, I was saying to one of the Money Magic students that she was saying, oh my God, who has a million rand in their bank account right now? And I was like, uh, actually, right now, I do have clients that have that kind of money in their bank accounts. And they've told me that, you know, I have private clients, black women at that, and the money is there, you know? So I'm just like, we can't, a lot, but our thinking is what holds us back and says to us, but people don't have that kind of money. But I always say to people, you don't know the kind of money that people have, you know, like we really don't know. We are just, um, we just have our own ideas of what we think people can afford, especially our target audience. And that's often based on what we have decided we can afford or how much we believe we have, right? So that's where the inner work now also becomes so super important is understanding, okay, this is the price point that I want. And I want this price point because this is, I only, if I've got three kids, I can only make one cake a weekend. And I know that I can make it the most amazing cake and it's easy for me and I'm the best at what I do. And this is how much I'm gonna I'm gonna charge for this cake because that is my capacity. And I believe that my cakes are worth that much. Perfect, right? There is an audience for everything, guys. I promise you. There are people, there is an audience for everything. Like the other day, I was reading an article about how people are like developing courses for people that want to improve their golf swing, you know? So you go online and you take a course on golf swings and they are may, they have so many students that have signed up. I'm just like, wow. Who knew people wanted to just like take courses to improve your golf swing? So there's, there's a market for everything. It just depends on, is this the thing that you're, are you talking to those people that are interested in that? Like, obviously, if you came to me and told me about paying a course, even if it's like $10 to improve my golf swing, I'll be like, yeah, whatever. I don't play golf. I know nothing about, about golf. It's of no interest to me. So you, you're talking to the wrong person, right? But I've just told you guys that if you come to me and you're selling a yoga course, I don't even think twice. You know, I'm just like, what is this course teaching? Have I taken a course in this yet? And there I go. I register for the course. I don't go like, oh my God, yoga. I'm like, yoga is my thing. 
You know, it's what I want to do. So I, I don't even think twice, but that's because you're talking to someone who loves it and who wants it. And that is your ideal client. So it is really that simple. It's really understanding who you're talking to, understanding how much you need to make, understanding your strategy, understanding what you need to do to reach that strategy. So Charmaine, you say spending more time on my own inner work has been a game changer. Spot on with that van. I'm so glad to hear that, Charmaine. So guys, I'm going to love you and leave you. Thank you so much. Namaste. Have a fantastic day forever. Let me know if you love this and share it with people that you think will get value from this and definitely check out Tony's video. I'm going to put the link in the comments, right? Cheers. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you find this podcast helpful and enlightening, please can you do me a favor and go leave the podcast a five-star review on iTunes or leave a comment on YouTube. And of course, share it with your family and friends. I would really appreciate it because it would help other money magicians who are looking to change their relationship with money find this podcast, which would really make my day. Also, as a bonus, if you're interested in changing your spending habits, I have a complimentary ebook for you. You can download it at wealthy-money.com forward slash workbook. Again, wealthy-money.com forward slash workbook. Have a fantastic day further and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Money Magic Podcast.